Blog Talk Radio. Chatting with Nat is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard. Hi everyone, it's Natalie Genius, it's Nathalie Chalias, it's Chatting with Nat, and today we have singer-songwriter Karen Bella. Fishman-endorsed singer-songwriter Karen Bella recently released her critically acclaimed self-titled six-song EP, which was the number 30 album on the Folk Alliance International Folk DJ Radio Chart for March 2021. As one of the hardest working artists in the industry, Bella performed live eight to 10 shows per week in the tri-state area before the pandemic and notable venues, including the Rockwood Music Hall, the Bitter End, the Landmark Theater in Port Washington, the Great South Bay Music Festival, and the Philadelphia Music Festival. She also appeared, nope, she also earned a VIP audition for NBC's The Voice and was a Sam Ash Music Store Spotlight Artist. Bella is not actively promoting her album, performing COVID-safe shows, and looking forward to bringing her music to others, looking for a little inspiration. Let's give her a round of applause. That is so great. That is so great. I love it. Hello. 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 Hi, Karen. How are you? I'm good. It's good to chat with you again. Yes. Sorry for the deletion. I don't know what happened. You know, ooh, technology. Yeah, it's cool. But we get to chat again, so that's that's awesome sauces. Awesome sauces. So how have you been doing uh, during this awesome pandemic? So mostly, uh, I mean, the beginning stages of it was, uh, I think, similar for everybody. You're just kind of at home, not knowing whether you're coming or going, losing your mind, staying in the house all the time, and just getting glued to the TV. But uh, I got through it somehow miraculously by keeping myself busy, active, um, hanging out with only uh, a very small amount of people. Mm. And um, taking all the precautions necessary. And it was rough because I wasn't working as a performer until June. And then I started uh, performing. So uh, all in all, I would say I'm pretty blessed that during the pandemic, I have been almost nonstop performing minus the four months in 2020. Right. No, that's fantastic. Um, Did you live stream at all? I did do a couple of live streams. And uh, myself and a few other Long Island female singer-songwriters got a little bit of recognition for that on Long Island Channel 12 News and Long Island Newsday, just kind of discussing what are musicians doing during this time while we're Mm -hmm. live streaming. I really did like it because you still get to do what you want to do, but it's different because you don't have an audience to work off of. Um, and you got to also make sure your sound works, like like connecting to the interface with the cable, to the computer, and then something goes wrong. 
then your Wi-Fi goes out and you're just kind of like, what the heck? And then your dog walks in and they're like, I have to go outside to the bathroom. And you're like, hold on guys, I got to go take my dog out. So, I mean, you you never knew it was going to happen, but um, I'm glad to be doing live shows and, uh, and not really live streams, but I would do live streams again. Someone requested it. Yeah, I think that's going to be a new way of living also. I think people are going to start touring and performing out again, but I think uh, people that's going to be a new niche, uh, live streaming. I think it's great that we can perform at our homes. Um, you know, I did that. Sometimes there were people there. Sometimes there were few people. Sometimes there was nobody there. I was singing to myself. But it allowed me, uh, right. practice, <laughs> allowed me to practice. But you mentioned one thing, one thing I have to talk about. Um you mentioned watching TV, so it's funny. So during the pandemic, you know, obviously these streaming services, um, their membership must have gone through the roof because what do you do in a pandemic? You have nothing to do. You, you know, you're, some people were working from home, but they had a lot of downtime. So some people watched uh, shows they normally wouldn't have watched or taken the time to watch. So there's a show called Manica that I love. I watched during, that I watched before the pandemic and then, they had another season <clears throat> come to find out um <laughs> they're not renewing it and there's a huge cliffhanger one of my biggest pet peeves is when these shows or these networks decide to cancel a show and they don't give the viewers a proper ending i need closure damage uh, i hate that so, I'm, I'm, oh, so, I, man. so i did a video on tiktok and on twitter and i tagged the the creator of the show and he's still looking for another platform to get, to at least give the viewers a proper ending. Um, it's on Netflix right now. Um, it's just, so I've been like tweeting to every platform, look, you got to give us a proper ending. I just think we need to bo- boycott some of these networks because they always do it, do this to us. It's like being in a bad relationship. You know, they tell us, oh, we're going to give you all of this, da, da, da. They get you to do whatever they need. And then after they, they, they use you, they're like, bye. We're not, we're not going to give you that ending that you wanted. And so, yeah, yep. so I'm like all, all about that show manifest. But one of the questions I wanted to ask you is, you know, a lot of the people that I've interviewed, um, one of the things is they've had time to do a lot of self-reflection. You know, they changed their mind about how they wanted to be perceived as an artist, um, you know, what they were going to do with their artistry. During the pandemic, did you take time to self-reflect and decide exactly who you want to be as an artist? Well, I think that um, that's a really great question, by the way. I think I'm always thinking that question. Mm. You're always trying to, to familiarize yourself with who you are, who you think you are, who you want right. to be. Is that a realistic view of who you want to be? What feels right? What doesn't feel right? And during the pandemic, I went through a lot, um, as we've spoken about in the past and as it is in in my biography, that, um, you know, I I went through a really rough year. I I caught COVID. I lost my dog. I I left a bad relationship. My EP release was deferred because of the pandemic. Everything was shut down. I actually went in backwards order, but that actually happened from the moment of the pandemic, it was just a really rough year. I um, have to say that that year was mostly a very challenging year. And right. it wasn't, it wasn't so much about who am I? 
it was right. I knew who I was, but I needed to get out of this emotional cloud of disaster to mm. be able to focus on what I want to do. And mm. I think that that's helped figure out another aspect of who I am. But I think we're always constantly finding out who we are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree with you 100% on, on that. I think we're always evolving. We're always learning. Um, I think we make mistakes, but I, I, sometimes I don't. Some of you mistakes as mistakes. I just uh, use them as learning experience. Um, like you, I lost my cat um, during the pandemic. A friend died the same day my cat died. Oh. I mean, and then I, I got COVID also. Um, <laughs> still dealing with that crap. On the same day? So, no. So COVID I got, they said December 9th. My cat died on November okay. 18th. My friend died on November mm. 18th. Um, so like you, it was one thing after the other. So there's, there's been a lot of challenges and, you know, I still deal with a lot of the after effects of COVID. Um, and people, I, I, I and I, I truly believe people just don't understand if you've never had COVID, you just don't get it. Um, and they're, they're learning more and more and more and people get, and they've been vaccinated and it's kind of like another strand. It's just. One thing after another. So yeah, people are getting vaccinated and getting sick again with COVID, yeah. but it's a different yeah. strand, and it and it's different from the first time you got it. Right, right. So you know, some people are like, "Oh my God, you got it, so you're immune." No, there are plenty of people that got COVID that got COVID again. There's a friend of mine, and he had it three times. So when these people say you're just immune, no boo boos, uh, no, we can have it for forever. Um, which is just ridiculous ridiculous um so i just to say that i i feel your pain i feel your pain um how would you describe your music i have said in the past that my music is a little bit like a gumbo yeah it has mm -hmm. a little bit of everything i grew up listening like when i was 13 years old i obsessively listened to you know, uh, Boys to Men and Mariah Carey mm -hmm. and Whitney Houston and, and Jewel. So, I mean, th those are all very different types of artists. Then when I was uh, 16, I started listening to NSYNC and Christina Aguilera and Britney Spears. Then at like 20, 21, I started obsessively listening to Dream Theater. I yes. studied opera growing up. I studied jazz growing up. I listened to Julio Iglesias and Elvis growing up. So I listened to so many different types of artists and music and genres that yeah. this EP is a, a reflection of a little bit of each thing. And every song has a little bit more, like one song has more folk than pop or more pop than this or uh, rock and a tinge of R&B, like it may be in this verse or something. And um and so it's just a little bit of a mixture of everything. But if I had to really describe it, it's it's alternative pop rock. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? That's a very a very general statement or maybe like a little bit of Americana in it. And I think that Americana is kind of like a gumbo. Yeah, no, it is. That's why I love it so much. Because, you know, I was doing several genres and um, people can't ask, well, what, do you, what genre do you do? I do all, them all practically. No, no, no. But what's your genre? Finally, you know, I was just like, okay, let me look at Americana. It has a bunch of stuff that I already do. That's what I'm doing. And I'm doing the singer-songwriter. I love the um, 
the storytelling of Americana, uh, I think it's great. It's fantastic. Um, there's so much that we can do with the Americana genre. So I love that you're in it. How important mm. is it to you? Because recently I'm all into this authentic being real thing. I've always been about that. And I don't believe in anything being perfect. That's my new thing. You know, I've always been like that, but I'm pushing that. Um, how authentic and real are you when it comes to your music um, or in your daily life? <laughs> My mom has always said to me in the past, tell the truth because the truth always comes out in the end. Mm-hmm. And I think that as human beings, we can only lie so much <laughs> until it catches up with us. Yeah, I think that as musicians, we are particular types of humans that really go into the depths of our heart and soul, especially as writers and creative right. beings. And there cannot be anything other than pure honesty, whether someone likes it or not, whether it's good or bad. You can right. be the best or the worst writer, but it's true. If you are fake in what you do, it will be heard and it won't be um, digested by people. That is so true. That is so true. I think intuitively people just know when something is off. And I think in our world, we got we got to get away from this perfect, this perfection thing. Because I've been really reevaluating life um, and there's not, no such thing as perfect. There's no perfect song. There's a song that I may love, and I, I think it's fantastic. It's just awesome. But there's no, nothing, nothing is perfection. It's not perfect. And I love the raw moment. I love when performers perform, and it's just them, and they're just gritty, and they're just telling you a story, and you're just, oh, my God, you can feel what they're, they're singing, and you're just like, oh, my God. Those are the artists that I love. And it's okay if you're an artist that wants to chart and go on Billboard and do some of these um, songs that are going to chart and sell and blah, 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 yada, yada. I think that's great. Um, But I think more and more artists are coming out and being extremely authentic and real. Not to say that those artists aren't, but it's a different perception of how you want to be perceived in the, in the music world. Some people are just in it, oh, I want to make a ton of money, I want fame. And then some people want to be an effective player um, with their music. Um, with your music, do you, do you want your music to make a difference? Do you want your audience to really feel what you're saying? The answer to all that is, of course, yes. <laughs> I, I know that when you listen to an artist or a song, uh, there's something that is about it that makes you connect to it. And yeah. that's going to have an effect on you. So of course you want your music, your words, your melodies to have a profound and positive effect on the listener. Yeah. At the end of the day, I'm only doing what we are all doing, which is expressing ourselves mm-hmm. and putting ourselves out there and right. hoping that we are accepted in return and respected in return. Right. You know what I'm saying? Do I think I'm going to make a profound effect on the world? Mm-hmm. I don't know. We can only do ourselves and one person at a time. Right. True, true, true. Very mm-hmm. true. 
surprise word from Karen Bell. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going to play your song, Jack Honey. Tell our audience who haven't Yay. heard that. That's about. That's a fun song. It it kind of starts off a little sad because it's a, about a relationship that is no longer, but it continues on to explain like this was such a beautiful experience, and I just I want to shout with you, and I I want to be with you, and like yeah, you know this was fun. This is the type of song that is really great to uh, sing on the top of your lungs at your favorite hangout spot and uh and I I just think Jack Daniel's whiskey is really delicious especially the the honey jack which was uh the influence of part of the chorus I actually just shot most of the music video this past weekend which was so much fun and I cannot wait for it to be done so uh, I hope you guys like the tune oh I can't wait I I can't wait I love everything that you do all right, we're going to have a word from oh, Yeah, you are awesome. Awesome sauce. And I love, you know I love your name, Karen Bella. Um, hold on one second. As we have our sponsors going to say something. Hi, it's Jordan. And Madison. And we're Jay Madison, Madison out of Nashville, Tennessee. We'd love to tell you about B-Squared Management, artist services by artists for artists. Get your press, branding, single release, and sync success plan now at bsquaredmgmt.com. And listen up to our latest single, Down, now on Spotify. You're pretty blue eyes on vacant skies when you went away. And the homeless society did me alive, keeping me away. I spent all that color is out in desert when I got Behind the men to say the cracks in the walls I kept the secret of your beauty
dance all over the stage and just you know give just give off a, a great performance so i i get what you're saying um what is yes. your what is what were you saying what is my what i was gonna say what is your writing process like how do you come up with a song um i know some of your songs are based on your own experiences um are they all based on that or how do you go about writing songs that you haven't experienced all the songs are mostly uh, it's things that I've experienced and okay. things that I've thought and things that I've wanted. So it's like you're getting a, a, a very not subtle peek of what my, my thoughts are and what my diary is like. Oh. Everything from uh, Indio, for example, that never happened, that song. Yeah. Meaning okay. I never went on a road trip by myself to California and hung out in Indio and checked out the Coachella festivals. Right. But it's something I want to do. Now, for mm-hmm. example, with that song, the idea was sent to me like I was a fax machine. And I remember hearing, today I want to go to Indio. And I'm like, what the heck is Indio? And I looked it up and I was like, holy moly, it's a real place. So I, I wrote... Um, the song based on that initial message that uh, came into my head. But a lot of them are uh, just experiences from relationships, friendships, making bad choices in life in general, and just expressing myself about it. Awesome. I like that. You know, I like that. I live it. Um, That's pretty awesome. I love I love how real you are. You're very authentic. You're like I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say. You're gonna like it. Um, <laughs> I do I do love that about you. Um, okay, who would you like to perform with, dead or alive? It could be a dead or the person dead or alive. Dead. There's there's two people that I want to perform with. Uh, they're both alive. One is John Mayer because I just love him. Mm-hmm. Like I absolutely love him. Second one is Elton John. Oh wow. He's a he's a living legend. I love his music. He has my heart completely and uh, I grew up listening to his music because of my father. Right. And how cool would it be to be on stage with him singing The Bitch is Back, you know? Yes. Yes, and walk strutting on set. No, I like that. See you. Some great ideas. That's some great ideas. So what was it? that made you want to get into the music industry? Was there a specific performance, a show that you were like, whoa, I've got to get into this? From what I was told, uh, ever since I was like one and a half, I was always singing and mm. lit up when it came to music. I was, as, as a little girl, I was like obsessed with Madonna and things like that. I remember though, uh, and we spoke about, uh, Barbara Streisand before yes. I saw her in Funny Girl when I was nine and I just remember just seeing her on the screen I went that's what I want to do for the rest of my life mm. I just mm. didn't know how to to make the steps to get there you mm. don't realize it's a long process you don't just wake up one day and you're like okay it has to happen and you have to like actually educate yourself and learn uh, yeah. And work. Oh, my gosh. You know, I was talking to a friend of mine about this who manages her son. And one of the things we agree is that, you know, when 
everybody's coming up now, I think people should take a course in business management, music business management. I think it will help them exponentially <laughs> in the music industry. I think we need to more, you know, as much as the people that are coming towards us, or even a little bit more, so that when they come to us, we're just like, no, don't like that. You know, somebody presents you with an agreement. Obviously, you still have somebody else read it, but you should know your shit. <laughs> you should know your stuff. Um, yeah. Because as independent artists, people are always coming to us and telling us, oh, we can do this, we can do that. And in the beginning, sometimes people don't check those people out. They're just like overjoyed that somebody's even paying attention to them, and then they get screwed out of money. Um, yep. So, yeah. I think that's a major, major thing. Um, you know, if anybody's getting into the music industry, know your stuff. Um, speaking of Barbara Streisand, I think she's going to come out with a new album this year. I can't wait. She always comes out with new stuff. Yeah, it's called Release Me Too. It's going to be a, a release. Oh, of- is that like a box set? Um. I don't know. It's just that Barbara Streisand announced the Release Me Too album of previously unreleased tracks. It's going to be released. I'm, I'm so for that. I'm so waiting. Oh, I can't wait. This, she's such an amazing, amazing uh, singer and person. And I love that she stands her ground. She's not afraid to speak her truth. Um, well, I would love to interview her. She's just awesome. 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 The other day, I wanted to watch Yentl. It was really late at night. I'm going to watch it again. Because <laughs> I love that movie. I love it, love it, love it. And the, and the music is fantastic. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. Yeah. I really love The Mirror Has Two Faces. I'm such like a hopeless mm-hmm. romantic. I, I love movies yeah. like that. And I love Jeff Bridges. Ugh. Well, <laughs> yes, we said that at the same time. Uh, yes, Jeff Bridges is a phenomenal, phenomenal actor. Um, we're going to play your song, San Andreas. Tell us what that is about. San Andreas is a song that is basically metaphors describing a relationship that went sour mm. and how earth-shattering the experience was. Um, the silver lining of the song is that you lived through it, you survived it and you know, you're just going to move forward and get bolder. It's also an under a song that is describing the understanding of, you know, you did something wrong. You hurt me. You shattered me. I know what this is. And you're going to face the consequences when you get older, you know, and, and, and by that, I mean, um, in, in case somebody doesn't interpret it the way that I meant it, it means when you're at the point of your life where you are at the end, that's when you start reflecting on all the good things and the bad things that you've done. Right. And I know that this person, when he gets to that point in his life, he's going to be like, wow, I really wronged her. Uh-huh. And I regret that, you know, and, and it's a guilt you live with and, and it's shameful at the end of your life, you know? I feel you. I'm right there with you. All right. Well, that's heavy. What? That's heavy stuff. It's heavy, but it's beautiful. <laughs> And it's true. We've all been through.
I love, I just love your voice because it's just, I feel everything. I mean, you you are really, really authentic. If anybody listening out there, you need to listen to Karen Bella. She's so authentic. Oh. You can feel what you, you went through, where you're going through. Um, I, I just love it. You're definitely in the in the right um, profession, that's for sure. And I think a lot of people uh, just to gravitate to you even more. Um, what's the one thing you wish you had known before, when you began your career in music? Remember you asking me this question, mm-hmm. and I remember the answer that I gave you, and I believe that it was uh, word by word, I wish I knew that I, could, I, that I can do it. Whatever it is that you need to do, the work that you have to do, the first step to get to the next step, to the next step, to the next clue, to the next door, is that you can do it. Yeah. Whatever it is. That's for sure. That's for sure. That's the thing we have to to remember, you know, um, not especially after a pandemic. There is nothing to fear. Let me tell you, nothing. If you can live through this crap and all the crap that's going on in the world, there is nothing that you can't do. And I think yeah, it's, people- it's really bad. I, I think what's really the pain that I'm feeling a lot in my heart mm. um, is coming from the negative behavior of people in social media. Mm. And, and, um, and seeing our fellow human beings judging so harshly or believing things that aren't real or true or judging someone else on something they think or believe or say, that is really hurting my heart more than anything because everyone is hurting right now, whether you have money or success or or what, or poor, we're all hurting and that's the last thing that we all need. I agree with you a hundred percent. You know, I, I don't look at the news the way that I used to back in the day, back six years ago, because, you know, after having COVID and dealing with a lot of the ailments associated with COVID, I just can't take stress. You know, I still get stressed, but not as much. You know, I actually left my job because I couldn't deal with a lot. I mean, with the brain fog and all this other crap going along with a lot of things, I just, uh, couldn't deal with it, but every now and then I watch the news and I'm just like the amount of mass shootings <laughs> and, and and people just ramming their cars into marches and the nastiness that people can portray on on social media. It's just it's just very sad. It takes too much energy to hate. It doesn't take that much to love. You just love, you know. And we can all agree to disagree. We don't all have to agree on everything. We just don't, you know. Yeah. And some- people come into your lives just to bring about something in you you might not have thought of because we're always working on ourselves okay I'm the first person to say if somebody says well now that you do this I'll think about it and if it works for me it works for me if it doesn't it doesn't and you know and and I have to make that decision on whether I'm going to change or not but it's just just it doesn't take much just to be nice you know what I mean just to be nice and it's just, it's, I think it's very scary um, 
where the world seems to be going. I mean, I'm glad that there, you know, you have 75% of people, I will say 75, which is wanting peace and love, and then the others, I don't know what they want. <laughs> Why would you want to live in a chaotic world? I just don't get that. So I completely yeah. understand you. Completely. But that's why um, music is so great because yeah. when we, while we are going through this weird, crazy time of this, um, of the pandemic, of, of the war against a, an invisible virus, right? Practically right. invisible. Right. And the war on social media and and media in general and just the the negative things of um, character traits of humanity coming out more to our attention. Music is one of those things that is peaceful to begin with and makes people feel good. I've never heard someone hear a song and they're like, I heard this song. I hate it. I want to, you know, destroy the planet. You know what I'm saying? Like, like people hear it and they're like, yeah, it's my song. You're so right. You're so right. Um, music has the power to heal. It, it brings people together. We're so lucky to be able to do it. Um, and speaking about, you know, being all these platforms, you know, when I do the IG lives uh, and Nikki's IG lives, which I have to bring over, I put them on TikTok. And I did put yours on TikTok. Let's see here. Um, when you yeah, did that's the, right. I remember. Thank you. When you did the IG live on here. Because I like to, you know, we're all about promotion. It's a sisterhood. It's a collaborative spirit. And so you have like a, 179 views on that, which is great. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. And I just, that's why Sisters in Music is so important to me and Nikki. Is that we want to have like a peaceful environment. We want to show women, yes, we can work together. There is no competition here. If we can help one another, then it's great because what? Together we are stronger. You know what I mean? And so we want to stay um in that in that positive vibe about you know just um letting the world know who you guys are um and what you bring what positive messages you bring to the world and how people can say oh my gosh this woman just gets me this woman just gets me and then you just make a new friend you make a new friend and a fan which is fantastic yeah yeah uh yeah for sure for sure, for sure. You, you know we're all in this. Uh, yeah, it came out as for show, but I meant for sure. For sure. I am a part of this um, Long Island female singer songwriter group, where every now and then we'll send messages to one another on Facebook and be like, "Hey, ladies, uh, there is a gig opportunity. Are you interested? Or uh, there's this article that's going to be released. Do you want to be a part of it?" And we just help one another. Someone goes, "Hey, I'm in this situation. Can you help me out? Uh, something to do with music, or do you have contact information of so and so, whatever?" Right. And I've noticed that um, most of the women that that are in that group are so helpful and so wonderful and extremely supportive. And it makes you understand, like, mm. how much we need one another. So mm-hmm. I love what you you are doing. It's, it's funny. Somebody, one of the people I interviewed, which I hadn't thought about, is that um, she mentioned how in the music world, I guess in the world 
in general, you know, products or even music industry, they always try to pit women against women. You know, oh, look at this woman. You got to be like her in the music industry. Or you got to be like this model. It's not like, just be yourself. Just show your own inner beauty, your own outer beauty. And so, yeah, if we work that as a collective, we can change that message. To say you, you, you're mm-hmm. okay just being you. You are beautiful just the way that you are. Your music is phenomenal. Thank you. God, it touches my soul. This is what we need. And this is what we'll, we will continue uh, to try to do forever and ever. And ever. So one of us passes away, Nikki, and then somebody else, the next generation will take over and try to keep this spirit alive. I think it's very important, especially during these times. We just, it's got to be about love, y'all. It's got to be about love. Yep. Yeah, and I hope I hope we learn this sooner than later because it almost seems like I think everybody knows that it's all about love, but then right. you have enough people who don't get it and they're mm-hmm. being misguided or being taught things from a young age that's not true. Um and 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 that that's causing the problem. Um I don't have the answer on how to fix all the problems in the world, but I think that if we all do what our calling is supposed to be, I think that will help solve a lot of issues. I, I would hope so. I think you're 100% right. You hear it? I'm you glad heard- you agree with me on a lot of what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here from Karen Bella. She's an amazing woman. Well, Karen, thank you so much for being on chatting and that again. And I'm going to make sure that this yeah. one stays. Um, and thank you for cool. taking the time out of your busy schedule uh, to chat with me. Um, I, I love talking to you because you're very straightforward and you say what's on your mind. And I love I love women like you. Just you're just awesome. Amen. Likewise. Thank you. All right. Well, I, have, I hope you have a great rest of the week and a great weekend. You too. Stay healthy, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Same to you. And that was Chatting with Nat with awesome singer-songwriter Karen Bella. Check out her music. She's awesome. She's on Instagram, Karen Bella Music, and Karen Bella Music on Facebook and Twitter, Karen Bella. You got to find her. She rocks. She's awesome. Until next time on Chatting with Nat. Chatting with Nat is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard. Love your